Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, This is the Successful Life Podcast, your favorite home services podcast. Hi, I'm Corey Barrier, number one best-selling author of Nine Simple Steps to Sell More Shit. You can find my book on Amazon.com by searching my name, C-O-R-E-Y-B-E-R-R-I-E-R. I'm here to help you open more doors, close more deals, and rock your revenue in your home services company. For companies with customer service teams who are dissatisfied with their current performance, my new solution is a plug-and-play CSR accelerator for home service companies. You can go to HVACPlumbingSales.com for more information, or you can text me directly at 919-896-9999. If I've touched your life or business through this show, I want to hear from you in the review section. It really does help me, Corey B. I also want to thank our military and the hardest working men and women in the world, the men and women in the trades. Today's episode is a banger with me, Corey B. In this episode, we discuss the importance of active listening and how facts tell and stories Sell. This is the successful life. Corey Barrier, yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learned, apply it to your life. It's your time to live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, two, one, let's go. Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I am your host, Corey Barrier, and today, folks, we're going to be talking about active listening. We're going to be talking about how facts tell and story sell. So first, I'm going to tell you about a absolutely amazing time that we had last night. We went to see Ali Sadiq, which is a comedian, and this guy, dude, he had me rolling. I laughed so hard. I was crying. I was almost embarrassed. I was crying so hard. And so I just, I didn't really know a ton about the guy. I didn't really know what to expect, but man, I've seen Chris Rock. I've seen Dave Chappelle. Like this dude was incredible. He was the funniest dude I've ever seen. So facts tell and stories sell. So let me explain what I mean by that. If you go into a house or your guys are going into a house And they're telling the customer about how great the hot water heater is and where it was made and all the components in it or the HVAC system or whatever it is you sell. People don't want to hear that. They do not care about the facts. They don't care about the product benefits and features. What they do care about is you telling them a story right? People want to be entertained, even if you're selling an HVAC system, right? It Look, at the end of the day, 
if you can tell a story and that customer can see themselves inside of that story, they're going to buy from you. It makes you relatable. It makes you engaging. And look, storytelling is not something that comes supernatural to a lot of people. It didn't come natural to me, I promise. I've just done it so long that it has become a part of my life. And so if you think to yourself, well, Corey, I don't have stories to tell people. Borrow stories. If you're brand new, if you're just a new technician out in the field, you don't have stories, borrow one of your fellow employees' stories. And you can tell the story of the, you could tell the same story that your employee, that your fellow employee has. You don't have to say it's your story, but just use the story. And so the reason this is important is because if you, so think about this. If I give you a whole bunch of information, I'm talking about the facts, the benefits and features here. If I give you a whole bunch of information that you don't care about, you're going to take an average sum of all of those things that I told you, right? And so if you add in five things you don't care about and two things you do care about, well, you've got to divide that amongst, you know, seven items, right? So I'm just using that as a number. I should have used something a little bit closer to round number. But the point is, like, your brain has to fight to pay attention, right? If you're telling me stuff I don't care about, I got to fight hard to pay attention to you. And that's the last spot you want to be when you're on a sales call. You don't want the person that you're talking to to have to fight to understand what you're saying. And you don't want them to have to fight to get the information out of you. Because if you hit them with a bunch of benefits and features or 700 options, people shut down. People people shut down. I shut down. You shut down. I promise you, if you just pay attention to this and pay attention the next time you're in a house or your guys are in a house and just like, it really makes a big difference if you just pay attention to this stuff. And so again, you don't want to make the customer have to fight to understand what you're saying. So if you've got kids and you probably do, Think about this. When your kid was five or six or even 10 years old, for that matter, kids include every single detail about whatever happened, right? And you're like, dude, just get to the point. And it was a story about them skinning their knee, but it took 45 minutes to get there. And they could have just said, I fell off the slide and skinned my knee. But instead, they told you how they walked up the slide they told you what happened before the slide ever happened. They told you how it was going down the slide, every move and turn and twist. And you're like, oh my God, please just get to the point. Please just get me up to get to the point. And so your customers are the same way. You're draining their energy if you're hitting them with a whole bunch of information they don't care about. Now, one of the things that I like to use, and I'm just going to go ahead and give you a quick example, and we'll see if you can pick it up, and then I'll tell you what I just did. So, look, I know how you feel as a nervous business owner. I've been, I've felt just like you, right? I've had employees depending on me just like you, but what I found is this. 
stressing about it does me absolutely no good. In fact, most of the time it makes things worse. Now, if you notice what I did right there, feel, feel, felt, found. I'll go, to, I'll go through it one more time so you can really catch it this time. I know how you feel as a nervous business owner. In fact, I felt just like you and I had employees depending on me. And what I found to be true is stressing out about it didn't help at all. In fact, it made the problem way worse. And what I've done there is I can, I've understood you. I can underst I've let you know that I have been right where you are. And you want your customers to feel like you're like them. And if you're barking down a bunch of orders and you're barking all this information that they don't understand, they don't feel like you're hearing them, right? They don't feel like, they may not even feel like you're being genuine, to be honest. So I mentioned active listening previously, and I want to dive right into that because this is probably the most important thing that you'll ever hear me talk about. And that's the truth. And it's one of the hardest things to do, at least for me. I'll speak for me. Maybe not for you. Maybe you're great at this. And if you are, hats off to you because it's hard. It's really hard. So active listening is listening to what the customer's saying, not so you can respond with whatever you're thinking about, but so you can pause and respond to their questions and concerns. Let me repeat that. You're not waiting for them to stop talking so you can dump a bunch of more information on them. You need to listen to what they're saying because they'll tell you a lot when they're talking, right? And if you just stay quiet, they'll keep talking and they'll keep telling you the problems. And the truth of the matter is it's, an, it's awkward, right? That silence is super awkward. Right, right after a sale, oh, like after you've pitched a client, let's just say, or you showed them the pricing, it's so uncomfortable, right? It's unbelievably uncomfortable. But active listening is very similar to that awkward silence. You've got to get really good at being quiet. And for somebody like me, that is really hard because I want to tell you everything, right? I want to tell you everything. But... If I do that, I only care about what I want to talk about. If I'm the only one talking, I'm losing. Right? I promise you, just try it. Just try to not open your mouth until the customer's done. And I promise you that sale, that conversation is going to be so much better. How many times do you like for somebody to interrupt you? How, how many times do you like when somebody responds to your question with something totally irrelevant because they weren't listening? It happens to all of us. You're probably that guy sometimes. I am certainly that guy sometimes. I'm still that guy sometimes. I have to literally go back and catch myself. As I go back and screen through calls that I have with potential customers or clients, That I'm like, dude, how many times are you going to interrupt that guy? How many times are you going to tell them what you're thinking about? And this takes, look, it's hard to listen to those calls sometimes. It's hard to watch yourself doing the very thing that you know you're not supposed to do. 
But at the same time, it's a real wake-up call to get better because I don't want to sit through those calls anymore and listen to myself interrupt people. It's embarrassing. It's ridiculous. And it's selfish. And so there are times when you should be speaking and there's times when you shouldn't be speaking. And most of the time, you shouldn't be speaking if you're the salesperson. Period. So, and look, I'm going to be honest with you. When you actively listen you and you can genuinely give that response, your customers and clients are going to do, you know, they're going to trust you more. And that's what this is about. You want to gain as much trust with that customer or client as you possibly can. And listen, at the end of the day, it does earn respect. It earns massive amounts of trust. And so think about this. If you're not listening to your customers, are you really, I mean, is that a good way to serve? I don't, the customer, I don't think it is. My opinion is that's not doing the customer a good service because if you're not really listening to them, you may get something wrong. If you get something wrong, that could cost the company money. That could cost you money. That could cost the customer money. It could cost a lot of stuff, right? It could cause a fire. We don't know. So, and when people ask you a question, and maybe you don't know the answer, don't lie about it. Do not lie about it. If you don't know the answer to the question, don't lie. If you lie, here's what happens unconsciously people pick up on the incongruence in your body language and in your tonality and in your facial expressions. And what I, what do I mean by all of that? I'm talking to you a little bit high level today. So let me break those things down. Body language means if my, if I'll just give you a quick example, when you're in a house, and you're standing in front of the customer. You guys are standing face to face and you're talking and everything is going really well. And then you notice, and you probably won't, who didn't notice until now, but if you notice that customer's foot starts to turn towards the door, that is a dead sign. You need to wrap it up and get out of the house because they're done with you. They don't want to have any more conversation with you even though they may still be talking. Their body will tell you exactly what they're thinking. Here's the deal. A poker, like you've heard a poker face, right? You can have a poker face, but you can't have a poker body. And so look, your facial expressions, you don't even realize when your facial expressions change because you're not looking at you. And unless you do video all the time, like I do, I look at my facial expressions because they can tell everything right? You know if I'm telling you the truth or not. I mean, I'm if I'm not, maybe I'll look away or maybe you look down or maybe, you know, maybe, maybe you just stumble on your words. Tonality, I mentioned that earlier. Tonality is your voice inflection. It's when you hear me go way high and way low. That's tonality, right? So when you're lying, your tonality speeds up. When you're not telling the truth, you fill in the gaps where you don't need to fill in the gaps. For example, if a customer asks you about a system that you don't really not really familiar with, 
you may start spouting out a bunch of stuff and your brain knows you full of it. Your brain knows you're not telling the truth. And you think to yourself, I'm the only one that knows I'm not telling the truth. Wrong. Your, eye, your eyes move. You may look, like I said before, you may look down, you may look away, you may shift in body language, you may, your tonality, again, could go up high. And if you're lying, you fill in the word gaps. Like I just said, I got a little bit of overlap on that one. So this is what I mean. You will say, instead of saying, I lost my, I'll just give you a, I, it's a bottle of medicine sitting here. So if I call my doctor and said, hey, I lost my medicine, I've looked everywhere for it, right? That would be the truth. Call the doctor and say, hey, man, I went on a trip and this, the maid, the maid came in the hotel room and I am certain she took my medication. Doc, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've contacted the hotel. They don't know what to do. They've looked everywhere. I've looked everywhere. I don't know what I'm going to do. Right? Yeah. Does the doctor need to know all that crap? No. But because maybe you're lying about the medicine, you feel it, you say all that other craziness to make the story sound better. To make it sound like it's more exciting. It was, oh, but stop doing that. You don't have to be more exciting. You don't have to tell lies. You don't have to fib the truth. You can just be you, and it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing just being you. And people want you to be you. They don't want you to be somebody else. And look, I can speak from experience from this. You know, for lots of times, like, I think... Like, you know, I've been vulnerable in here recently. I haven't always been vulnerable. I'll be honest. I, you know, I'm a dude. I, it's just not something that comes natural to me. It may to you, but it does it to me. And so I do believe, though, what I do believe is this. Like, you can tell when somebody's being truthful. And you're listening to this show right now. You know Like, you know that I'm being transparent with you. If you've listened to all my shows, you know I don't change, right? I don't change of how I talk. I don't change. Now, I have changed that I don't cuss as much. The last episode did not display that very well. I got a little amped. And I decided not to cut it out because I'm deciding not to cut out a whole lot of stuff out of this show because guess what? That makes me feel a little inauthentic. And I just thought about that today. I'm like, you know, sometimes I'll lose my place. Sometimes I forget what I'm going to say. But guess what, Jack? That's just me. And I'm going to come back. I'll bring it back just like you. But why cut that stuff out? Because maybe you hear this and you hear me stammer and stutter and get my words jammed up. And maybe that sounds like you sometimes. I don't know. But if it does, you ain't alone. You're not alone, I promise you. Believe if you implement these things. Tell stories when you're at the customer's house. And if you need to add a little pain to the story, meaning tell a story about a loss, right? You need to tell a story about how a customer didn't move forward and how it burnt their house down. That's a really crazy example, but, and I'm not saying tell a lie. I'm never saying tell a lie. In fact, this whole show has been about not telling a lie. 
But sometimes people need to feel a little bit of pressure if you know, maybe you know their house is in danger because of their HVAC units not running right. And, you know, maybe, or maybe you know that hot water heater is getting ready to explode and they just going to ride it out. If you don't tell them a story about how the hot water exploded in somebody's garage and caught the gas cans on fire and burnt the house down, and that happens to them, how are you going to feel? Not very good, right? I'm just telling you to share your experience. Share somebody else's experience. Our facts tell and stories sell. And we'll see you guys on the other side. If you took anything away from this podcast, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and go check out some other episodes on SuccessfulLifePodcast.com. This is the Successful Life. Thank you for tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at coreybarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.